Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spiegling and today I take you on a journey of Oracles about touring with an orchestra. Kevin Rodriguez, how Oracles is called in real life, is a French life act and he is influenced by classical music. And that's what you also hear at his current tour that he's doing together with an orchestra of 20 musicians. Kevin is a big fan of melodies that are really awakening emotions and that's why sometimes his sets could also perfectly fit as the soundtrack of epic movies. So enjoy! Welcome to our interview, Kevin, a.k.a. Voracles. Um, it's a Thank you. Um, you released your debut album, Orchestra, beginning of the year. And basically, since then, you are touring through the whole world. So thank you for taking the time for the interview today. My pleasure. <laughs> so it's been really an exciting year for you. Um, a lot happened and your music reached so many people around the world. What would you say, by reflecting the past 12 months, what was one happening that touched you most and that you will remember forever? Well, I think this whole album project was um, many, many projects in one, actually. Uh, so I, I called it orchestra because I wanted to tour with my orchestra. And I think what was the most touching is that I saw how much the people reacted to, to, to this live, to this show. And it was actually amazing because for us, I mean, us, the team, my team, it was quite a bet in the beginning to, to launch that because mm -hmm. we, we used to play during the night and now we would play in the evening in the concert time. And instead of clubs, it would be halls, you know, concert halls. So, Uh, many things that could uh, that could annoy the people and that could make them not come to our shows. So, so it was a bet for us. And uh, and actually, after that we started the tour, we saw that every single date was sold out, and and it was so heartwarming. I mean, it was crazy to see the reaction of the people. And every time we would add a, a, another date and. That didn't matter if it was a, a bigger venue or what or whatever. It was still sold out and sold out by maybe different kind of people as well that I used to have in, in the clubs. I mean, I saw for the first time kids <laughs> in front of me or, or elder people. And and it was so nice to, to think that even if it was still electronic music, uh, it could touch everybody. And, and this is... I don't know. I, I, I don't have the word to to express that. I mean, I worked a lot for that, but you never expect so much love. You mm. never expect to receive that much uh, nice words and and uh, affection from, from the audience. So I think the whole thing was the most touching part. Yeah. Um, you, you just mentioned that... Um, You also had the idea first to play this um, with an orchestra of 20 musicians. So mm -hmm. what was first in your mind? Was it the album or that you wanted 
to tour um, with an orchestra? Uh, actually, both, both, because uh, I think I'm producing electronic music for something like 10 years now, and uh, I thought, okay, I still don't have any albums, so maybe that's the right time to do it. Um, and and the other and the other thing is that uh, I've always thought like lately I I've been listening quite only uh, um, orchestral music and movies music and that kind of classical music as well and so this is my inspiration at the moment and and for it has been so for four or five years maybe. Uh, and I think we feel it in the track that I released lately. I mean, it's full of violins, of uh, cellos, guitars, and pianos. I mean, only classical instruments. And uh, so I thought, okay, so maybe the best way to play my music today is to play it with instrument on stage, you know, mm-hmm. instead of the computer. So, so really, I wanted to do both. Yeah. It was very important to do both, actually. Hmm. And um, you were already talking about film music and that it could really perfectly fit also as a yeah as, as a um, sound for for a soundtrack for for a movie. Um, which movie pops up or comes into your mind um, for which it could fit actually? For for my music, well, yeah. it depends. It depends on the track um, because. I try and I hope it's the case, but I try to never do twice the same track. So, so it depends. It depends. But of course, I think what defines my music most is probably the fact that it's, it's epic. So I guess I would be more comfortable in epic movies or, you know, but, Lord of the Rings or. Yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't like to do uh, Lord of the Rings movie because I mean the first soundtrack is so amazing and I couldn't do better than that. So <laughs> that would be quite a an impossible challenge. But <laughs> but, but but yeah yeah I mean uh, all these kind of uh, swords and uh, you know medieval atmospheres and yeah that could. That could work for me. I mean, yeah. I have a track on on the album that is called Ortari, and mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's it's a little bit like that. You you can feel that the people are fighting with swords and shields, and yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's very epic. So so yeah, but in another hand, I, I would be very comfortable to movies in I don't know robotic future or whatever. Oh. I, I could do that as well. I I could do romantic movies. I could do. I, I mean. What I like is to work with emotion. So what would be very hard for me is to do uh, music that wouldn't express any emotions. Mm. Yeah, as you said, you're um, a fan of melodies that are really awakening emotions. Um, (laughs) What would you say is your favorite emotion that you are addressing while playing together with the orchestra? Uh, For me, a good show and what I try to do with my show is not to express express one particular emotion is to take the people and take the, uh, the yeah the audience and and make them travel around all the emotions mm-hmm. that I can so in the show if you come and see it um, you will feel 
probably happy at sometimes, sad in another time, and maybe very excited at some points, and maybe tired and in another point. And that's, according to me, that's that's what is a good show. I mean, it's not only expressing one thing because if you express only one thing, it, then it's flat. Mm. So I try my best to 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 express many different things and uh, and to make the the audience travel in 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 emotions yeah so it's a perfect soundtrack for our journey <laughs> um, <laughs> you are from france and um, yeah. if an electronic music lover um, would love to travel to france which city can you recommend um, where the scene is really good, where the club scene is really good, and where there are, of course, in France, <laughs> good restaurants are. Well, if you want to 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 have all that, I guess the easiest is Paris, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, in France, we have a lot of good clubs and, and, and places, and we have a lot of good restaurants as well. But it's very hard to combine both sometimes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have as much as, as clubs as you guys in Germany or, you know, so it's different. So, so yeah, well, I would, I would suggest Paris. I mean, I was born in Paris. Nowadays, I, I live in the south of France and, and I really love it. But yeah, if you want a, a good club scene, I guess Paris is, is mm -hmm. really cool. And what are your favorite um, restaurants in Paris? Where do you, when you have some time off, meet your friends, have a coffee, go out for dinner? Well, I don't have that kind of time, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, not in Paris. Whenever I'm in Paris, I try to go and see my family mm -hmm. because uh, part of my family is still there. So, so yeah, that's the only thing I do. But uh, when I go to restaurants, it's more in the south. I live in Aix-en-Provence, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's more there. So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And can you name one that you really like? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I could name one, that, and, and you probably know it, because I did Le Cercle there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the Chateau Lacoste. Mm -hmm. It's a vineyard and where they make wine, and they have very, very nice restaurants as well. It's around Aix-en-Provence, and it's, uh, it's really good. The, the atmosphere is great. I mean, it's lost in the middle of a forest, and it's, uh, it's beautiful. Wow, that sounds really amazing. <laughs> I yeah. love uh, places that are nature in the nature and um, yeah, because I think nature always deepens the connection to food, music, whatever you are experiencing at that moment, right? Yeah, of course, of course. And, and in this case, you have all the, you know, all the, I, I don't know how to, to say, but all the vines maybe or mm -hmm. the grapes and uh, you know in the middle of the forest and so it's it's really beautiful it's it seems that uh, it's another world yeah. it's really nice um another nice event that you had in the middle of the nature was the circle live streaming How yeah, was yeah that, that's you? that's this place yeah yeah it's oh, the fantastic. exact same place Yeah. So how was how was that setting with all the cameras around you, with the audience in the front, um, in a place that you, I would say, feel at home? How was that day for you? It was very 
Good, very nice. And and uh, we were speaking with these guys from Le Cirque for a long time, and mm -hmm. uh, and and we wanted to do a, a show together. But I want, I really wanted uh, my first Cirque to be with the orchestra, and so we've waited until it was ready, and um, and then. Well, we, it was very hard actually to find the venue, to find, uh, to find the right time, etc. because with the orchestra, of course, it's not as easy as when I'm alone, you know, so you have to think about many things. For example, um, we couldn't really play outside whenever it was too cold. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise the strings and all the instruments could um, detune, you know, and so and so. Actually, it happened a little bit during this show, but not that much, so it was still okay. But but yeah, uh, it was great, but very stressful because I wanted it to be to be perfect, and uh, <laughs> and of course it's never perfect. So. Yes. <laughs> It's a little bit stressful, but but yeah, I think it was nice. The people had a, a good time, and um, and I think, well, today the show has changed a little bit, and we played way better because mm -hmm. we did so many um, so many shows uh, since then. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, to have a good good video to have um, for someone who would like to to see what it looks like, you know. So in this case, you don't have the light show, you don't have the uh, we didn't have so much space, so you don't have all the the choreography, you know, that we make. Sometimes we we move, we we do many things, and in this case, you don't have that. So so yeah, you you can still come and see the show. It will be very different, but but yeah, it's a good first step, I guess. Very nice. So you will be having the show, or you will also be touring until um, February next year. Um, so it's still um, a tough time. Um, do you already have concrete plans for afterwards, like let's say your forecast for 2020, or do you want to relax a bit first? Uh, both. <laughs> I'll explain <laughs> you. Actually, our main goal in in 2019 was to do all what we did in France mainly. Uh, so we've been to Switzerland and Belgium as well, but it was mainly France. Mm -hmm. And now in 2020, I really want to do it in Europe. So so that's the next step. We will do it in Barcelona. We will do it in Amsterdam. We will do it in Germany as well. Uh, we are working on all these these um, places where we will do in some of uh, Eastern countries as well in Europe. And um, and yeah, we will bring the orchestra quite everywhere. Well, we'll try our best because that's uh, always tricky. You know, it's so many people and. Uh, It's, uh, it's, of course, very expensive to do that, but we will do our best uh, to, to, to bring it everywhere. And that's the main goal, to, yeah. to do exactly the same as we did in France, but in Europe. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So it's a nice um, outlook for the next year. Uh, yeah, of course. But, but as you said, first in January, I will take one month's holidays mm -hmm. because... I didn't took for maybe five years any oh. any holidays, so yeah, it was a big big work to to do, and uh, you know I'm not complaining because that's exactly the life I wanted, so I have it now, so I try to assume <laughs> it. And uh, but though and, uh, the balance still is very important, right? I mean, of you course, just give but, the full but, power when you also recharge your batteries. 
Definitely. So, so I didn't do for for many years. So, I really feel that I'm quite tired now. And and if I want to to go further, if I want to uh, still compose nice music and 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 improve myself even more, uh, I have to rest a bit as well. Yeah, very nice. And you would do this at home in France or in a sunny place or? Well, uh, actually, I I don't have a lot of plans. Uh, the only thing is that in at the end of December, I'm going to a small US tour with yes. three gigs. And uh, after that, I will stay in New York for, for a week, I guess. Um, then I will come back to France and I'll probably go skiing. And yeah, and then I'll see. I'll see whatever. I mean, um, I, I don't want to make too much plans uh, either. Yeah, so just enjoy the day and enjoy the surroundings. New York is also a nice place, and then the beautiful nature that you have at home. So I think you will have a great time. Thank you so much for the interview. Thank you very much, and uh, I hope you have everything. And I hope uh, I hope to see you guys very soon in the in the tour and the shows. And uh, well, I hope you will like it. Thank you. It would be a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thanks a lot. I hope that you like this podcast episode and the interview with Oracles. Let me know your feedback about it, maybe also about your favorite episode that you had up to now in 2019. This really helps me to plan the new year and the interview guests and the travel guides and everything that is waiting for us in 2020. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.